1: We're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome
0: to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast.
1: I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about what's going on in B2B marketing. Joining us is Michael Lodge, who is the CEO of EM360 Tech, which is a content platform that collects and communicates industry insights for its online community. The EM360 Tech content manifests itself in different ways to suit viewers' consumption preferences, whether that be podcasts, videos, white papers, and more. Yesterday, Michael and I talked about why networking sites aren't effective for MarTech. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about B2B influencers' impact on the tech industry. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Michael Lodge, the CEO of EM360 Tech. Michael, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast.
2: Great to be back, Ben. Thank you.
1: Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation. You know, yesterday we were talking about how LinkedIn is great for getting access to virtually anyone in a professional setting. But the content they're promoting on their platform isn't really useful for networking anymore. It's a lot of self-promotion, a lot of memes that are not necessarily thought leadership, or really providing much value. So what people have started to do is gravitate towards these digital communities that are a little bit more verticalized. I made the point at the end of the episode that whether you're hosting an event, a community, a podcast, a party, there's always some sort of, I don't know, inferred knowledge that you have by being the host. And so what we're seeing is the rise of these B2B influencers, the Kim Kardashians of Martech, as I like to refer to us. Talk to me a little bit about what the impact of the B2B influencers are on the tech industry.
2: Before I go into that, I do want to just elaborate on what you mentioned about how you ended the last podcast in terms of people being interested in understanding who the hosts of these events are, whether it's a community or event or whatever. I think it's really important when you're talking about the platform, and to answer your question, how B2B influencers impact the tech industry, whilst the platform that we're creating is designed by me and the team, we're not the face of the platform. So we've partnered with key industry leaders, the Kim Kardashian's of this world, if you will, for the tech industry, who are the face of the website. There's a great saying in the film, Field of Dreams, when Kevin Cousins says, build it and they shall come, right? If you build it, they will come. There you go so what we're building is a platform where the industry leaders, the influencers, are the face of the platform. So we believe that by ensuring that we have industry influencers who are knowledgeable about their topic areas, who can provide insightful information, who can provide independent, non-paid for information in terms of how the industry is evolving in certain topic areas, then we will naturally have IT decision makers, business leaders, gravitate towards the platform because they want to interact with these leaders.
1: <laughs> the first thing that goes to my mind is who actually is the Kim Kardashian of B2B? I'm like, is it Gary V? <laughs> Who's the sort of most notable B2B influencer? Not necessarily maybe the most credible or, you know, sure, Gary v is a good guy, as seemingly. I don't know much about him. Don't want to say anything. But in terms of like first person you think about when it comes to B2B influencers, who comes to your mind?
2: Just talking about Gary, I think Gary V is amazing. Gives great advice from a B2C standpoint. But if you ask me who's the Gary V of our industry, I would say there's quite a few. In data management, you've got people like Susan Walsh. And if you ever get a chance, check her out. Google her. She's amazing. She's a data guru. In security, you've got people like Rich Steiner and X Gartner excellent podcast moderator, very engaging. These guys that we work with who are our partners are not just the Gary V's of their world, the key factors as to why companies, large corporations, Bank of America's, the Wells Fargo's, the Exxon's of this world, implement certain technologies is because they go to these sort of individuals first to get guidance on what they should be doing in terms of data management or cybersecurity or AI. So these are the guys that provide all the influences of the tech world in my case.
1: I can already tell you what our social media content is going to be coming out of this episode. Scott Brinker is the Kim Kardashian of the MarTech industry. And I mean that with the utmost respect. I love Scott. Sure, Kim Kardashian, people might think different things about her, but in terms of her influence on social media you know when we think about martech specifically my first thought goes to scott brinker the godfather basically the founder of the industry and we're all working off of his coattails time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor mutinex in 1919 john wanamaker said half the money i spend on advertising is wasted i just don't know which half well the advertising landscape has changed since then then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost effective. Request a demo at Mutinex.co. That's M U T I N E X.co. So, talk to me about the impact of this change where we're seeing sort of a verticalization and these. B2B influencers being able to help large organizations with their decision-making process. Obviously, some of them are using their authority for marketing opportunities to helping companies gain visibility. What does this mean for the tech industry and the marketing side now that there is this sort of revolution of influencers within B2B?
2: I don't think it's anything new. I think these influences have been around for many years, but I think they're getting more notoriety now as we develop. Look, unlike B2C, and in a lot of cases B2B, the companies, large companies, the Palo Altos, the Blackberries of this world, the IBMs of this world, they're not selling a $100 product, right? They're selling a product that runs into millions of dollars. And before they're able to sell this solution, or before a CIO or IT director decides to buy this solution, they're going to get validation. So companies need industrial validation in order to attract their customers and grow their business vertically. And this can be achieved by creating content, but also by engaging with an influencer in the space. So before Bank of America goes and invests millions on a platform that IBM has produced, they would typically go to an influencer and get their opinion, their guidance, and that guidance is usually done in the form of a pros and cons sort of white paper that they would sell to the Bank of America, for example. So getting validated by influencers doesn't just help the companies grow their business, but also shows them as thought leaders or experts in their space, all right? So this helps in getting the right message out to the right audience, and ultimately allows them to win potential new clients. So the influencers or the analysts that we work with are a key component of why marketing or tech companies who are looking to market their products want to align themselves with these industry analysts or industry influencers
1: so there's ways for the industry influencers to be able to monetize their clout right they're providing guidance they're providing visibility awareness within the organization Talk to me about some of the ways that the B2B influencers, this is a selfish question. Hopefully someday I'll get to be an industry influencer in something. Maybe it's MarTech, maybe it's podcast.
2: I think you're being modest. I'm sure you already are.
1: Well, I appreciate that. And I don't know how modest I'm being. Someday my ship's going to come in. (laughs) What are some of the ways that the B2B influencers are monetizing and how are they thinking about making money and taking credit and accolades from their fame? B2B
2: influencers, especially in the tech industry, the way they commercialize what they do is through producing industry reports. And these industry reports typically focus on a particular topic. And within that topic, they would discuss maybe 15, 20 companies and write about those 15, 20 companies. Again, very in-depth, very comprehensive, the pros and cons of working with each company. And they would sell that information to an end user. That's one way of monetizing. The other way or, how they're monetizing is creating verticalized dashboards. And again, this is on a subscription based model. End users can subscribe to a cybersecurity dashboard, for example. And on that dashboard, they'll have access to every cybersecurity company across North America with full details about what that company does, what markets they specialize in, and so on. And that dashboard is constantly kept up to date. And then they also monetize themselves by speaking at events, speaking on podcasts and so on. But the primary source of their revenue would come from their research reports. And these research reports carry a lot of weight within the B2B technology marketing space.
1: And here I was hoping all I would have to do is sit in front of this mic and ask smart people questions. Turns out to go make real money, I have to start doing actual research. Oh man, it sounds difficult. That's a lot of work. Well, (laughs) you know, maybe that's the future for us B2B influencers. In the meantime, Michael, I appreciate you coming on the show and walking us through some of the trends of what's happening in B2B marketing and tech.
2: It's been a pleasure, Ben. Thank you very much for having me.
1: All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Michael Lodge, the CEO of EM360 Tech, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Michael, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his company's handle is EM360 Tech. That's EM360 Tech. Or you could visit his company's website, which is em360tech.com.